The ox knows its owner, and the donkey its master's crib. But Israel does not know. My people do not understand. Isaiah 1-3 Hi, this is Pastor Jason from Christian Life Church in Waverly, New York. Welcome to Master's Crib, a weekly podcast where we interview pastors and leaders about the biblical teaching of authority. This program is designed to go alongside a personal Bible study aimed towards spiritual growth, biblical understanding, and a Christian worldview. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to Master's Crib and the episode 20, Extravaganza. This episode is entitled, What the What Is. Join me as we travel through time and space as we take a bird's eye view of the Master's Crib. First, let's look at the past. What have we been trying to do? Well, look at a single topic from a wide array of people from all walks of life. Pastors and leaders from this town, this county, this state, and states all over the U.S. Initially, this was a collaboration between myself and one other local pastor, but it didn't work out. Some things came up and some decisions had to be made, and it just didn't work out. So the approach I wanted to go with was to teach the topic of authority from a variety of people from all walks of life, stepping out of the way so you could hear this from some great folks. And what did we find? One, everyone believes that we have an authority problem in our nation. We are a generation that is in revolt against maturity. And because we're in revolt against maturity, we are in revolt against any form of authority. We, we have really bought lock, stock, and barrel. Uh, the philosophy of the French Revolution, what we're seeing in the streets of Minneapolis and New York City and uh, in Seattle and all across the nation today, really is the philosophy of the French Revolution worked out. Uh, and it's a rebellion against authority. It's a rebellion against uh, spheres of jurisdiction and uh, the application of God's uh, God's delegated governments. And that, that 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 kind of rebellion always ends, as Herb Schlossberg points out so powerfully in his book *Idols for Destruction*. It always ends badly for man. It always uh, is a is a forecast of a new kind of tyranny. Two, everyone believes the Bible addresses it all over. That we are sort of directing heaven, and that's really not what the original language was saying. Uh, it's saying that heaven has already made up its mind on many issues. And whatever has already been bound, if you look at the actual grammar of the Greek, whatever has already been bound in heaven, we are to carry that out on the earth as ambassadors of that kingdom. And the authority is extraordinary, of course, because the kingdom of heaven has always been and will always be. There is nothing you can do. Um, what you going to do when they come for you? You could ask that question. Because God's kingdom and his laws are eternal, they're immutable, they're inflexible. Every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. So as ambassadors of the kingdom, when, when he says, I will give you the keys to the kingdom, that's symbolic of extraordinary authority. 
and it's the authority to properly represent decisions that have already been established by the law of God. Abraham Kuyper, the great Dutch reformer at the beginning of the 20th century, uh, famously said, uh, there is not one square inch in the whole domain of human existence over which Christ, who is sovereign over all, does not say mine. And three, everyone believes that this problem is solved locally and only by the power of the Spirit and the application of the scriptures to our daily lives. But that's the second layer. That's the second layer of his ownership. Um, there's not one square inch of the created order anywhere that God doesn't own. Jesus now has all authority in heaven. He has it on earth. And so wherever we go, he has that authority. We need, we need to have that confidence um, so we can go into all nations. Well, that's, I think, kind of universal. Whatever you own, you can, if you make something, you can do with it as you please. <clears throat> if, you build, if you build a birdhouse and it gets infected with, uh, you know, some kind of disease, you, you burn it. That's your birdhouse. You can burn it if you want. Uh, destroy it. If you start a fire and the fire gets out of control and starts burning down your house, you have the right to put that fire out. Um, so it's kind of universal. It's an ownership thing. If you build it and you own it, you can do with it as you please, even if that means destroy it. And so God looked at his own creation and said, well, they, they, they got out of control. They're not doing what I told them to do. So he has complete, absolute authority as the creator to do with it as he pleases. And he did. I reached out to dozens and dozens and dozens of pastors and leaders with dozens of emails, and many people didn't want to touch it for several reasons. Some thought I was trying to trap them. Yes, they thought this was some sort of trick for me to steal sound bites and make a fool of them. Some wanted to email back and forth about it, some were just too busy. Several of the episodes had folks that are extremely busy and had very little flexibility, but we worked things out, and to them, I am grateful. I, as a pastor, want to get pastors and leaders that have influenced me and that are very sound in their teaching. And that has been, one of my favorite words, awesome. Present. Now what? This is episode 20. Haven't we hit all we can hit on the topic of authority? Well, not quite. We have 10 more episodes planned, at which point we will assess whether this is still helpful to people and whether it ought to continue. Listening has remained steady. We'll see what the future holds. Speaking of the future, the future of Master's Crib depends a lot on you. It has never been my intention to be a celebrity. Never has been. I want to be that faint voice in the background and continually give the mic to better men than me every chance I get. So that said, I ask you pass the Master's Crib along. Email it. Send it to folks. If you need CDs for people who don't have the internet, let me know at PastorJason at clcwaverly.com and I will gladly get them to you or anyone else who wants them. This has always been about building a theology of authority and the day it becomes anything else will be its last day. Thanks for tuning in and stick around for a few awesome clips from some of the past few months. God has placed it that way from the very beginning of time that that's just the natural way that humanity will uh, will survive and, and work together and we have to work together and in order to work together we have to learn to honor 
uh, authority and be submissive when submission is, is called for. All authority originates with God. It's extended to man, the earth, for man's good. But man can pervert the authority given to him. You see that self-government with plenty of individuals. Um, you see that in family government. You see it in church government. You see it in civil government. The authority given to those who possess authority within any of those governments can abuse their authority. Voted law of the land, abortion has been law of the land, all these different social issues that you want to bring up and talk about, all of them come from a breakdown in society of a proper understanding of authority and truth. The alls there is really is genuinely all-encompassing. He has all authority in heaven and earth, he has authority over all nations, and he has authority very practically over our lives and telling us what we can and cannot do with our bodies, with our money, with our time, with our energy. And the nature of sin, going back to Adam and Eve, is they did not listen to the voice of God. They listened to the voice of the serpent or they listened to the voice of the woman. So as Christians, what we need to learn to do is listen to the voice of Jesus. He's the one who loves us. He's the one with authority. If, again, if there is no God, everything's just a matter of opinion. There is no ultimate right or wrong. His nature is the standard of goodness. And without that nature, you can't discover what is right or wrong because there is no right or wrong. So we know that the problem is this, brother. The scripture says, when men and nations reject the wisdom of God, they only have one direction to go in, and that is to love death. Where death becomes the solution for all our moral and political problems of the day. Our, our, our culture is hostile to authority which is why they're going to get so much of the wrong kind of it.